The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. When you get two guys, one from Massachusetts, one from New York talking sports, when one guy isn't here today, it's another edition of WTBR Sports Talk right here with Cronin and the Zook on 89.7 FM WTBR. Give us a call right now at 413-445-5943 for a sports talk party we do on a Tuesday. Let's go! What a gorgeous fall day as we bring down the Jay Giles Band. Good morning, everybody. Robbie Zucker with you again here on WTBR 89.7 FM for Cronin and the Zuck. And unfortunately, my broadcast partner in crime, Mr. Cronin, is out today. Maybe he'll give us a call. If he doesn't, Sean, we love you, and we hope you're back next week. So uh, get better, okay, buddy? Because, uh, you know, nothing's better than doing the show with you right here in the studio. 445-5943, the number to call. Hope everybody had a good weekend. It's nice to be back. Uh, of course, tonight is the Super Bowl of all Jewish holidays. So I'll be uh, taking off tomorrow and doing my thing for Yom Kippur. So if everybody's celebrating out there, whoever's celebrating, uh, please have a wonderful, wonderful uh, Yom Kippur. It's, uh, it's not the happiest of Jewish holidays, but, uh, you know, it's, it's probably the, the most, obviously, the, it's the... Uh, you know, like I always say, the Super Bowl of Jewish holidays. I can quote Ben Stiller there from the movie Keeping the Faith. Anyway, 413-445-5943. Had a great gig this weekend uh, in New Lebanon at M&M's Tavern. We got great feedback from everybody. So thanks to the band and thanks for everybody who came out across the border and, and joined us at M&M's Tavern. And we're going to be back there for some events next year. So seems like everybody was happy there with our performance, so I was pretty happy. And uh, anyway, we'll be playing, actually, November 7th. It'll be at the Elks Club right here in Pittsfield. So uh, I believe it's $7 at the door. But uh, anyway, come and have a good time with us, HB Funk. So anyway, but a lot of things to talk about. October's great for sports. Let's face it, folks. It really is. I mean, you got baseball coming up with the playoffs. The Phillies finally making last night. Aaron Nolan with a terrific outing, uh, pitching seven innings, I believe, and uh, even more than seven. And, uh, of course, the Phillies are in for the first time since 2011. And now we have all our playoffs set up. So we'll talk playoff baseball a little bit. But we're going to concentrate first on the National Football League as yesterday. Now, if I said to you after week four that the New England Patriots would be one and three, that would be down to their third-string quarterback, Mr. Bailey Zappi, who played actually very well the other day. And uh, the Patriots, you know, they played hard. They showed you everything. They showed you heart. They showed you guts. And they took uh, Aaron Rodgers to overtime. So, I mean, they played their hearts out. They ran the ball well. One of the things they did in the first half was to shorten the game. In fact, they had the ball for 19 minutes in the first half. 
And when you look at that, you say, well, he kept Aaron Rodgers off the field. And unfortunately, the problem was at the end of the game, the, uh, the Patriots had it for 30 minutes and uh, the Packers had it for 33. So that was really the difference in the game. But I guess obviously losing Brian Hoyer yesterday and Zappi coming in, 10 of 15, 99 yards and a touchdown. Um, pretty good running balance. I mean, Harris, uh, 86 yards. Stevenson, 66 yards. Not great on the offensive side as far as receiving goes. Aguilar, 46 yards. 271 in terms of total yards. Um, you know, again, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Two TDs, one interception. Um, he had uh, he was 21 of 35 yesterday. So, obviously, in the second half, they did some things. But, you know, overall, I thought they fought and they played hard. And that's what you're going to get from this Patriots team. Look, the defense, I would say, is a work in progress. It's pretty good. The offense needs to get better. They need to use the tight end. Well, let's be honest. They went out and they signed both these tight ends to these big contracts. They need to use them more in the offensive sets. But they did put up a really good fight, and they lost in overtime. So, look, next week the Patriots, I believe, have Detroit. So uh, hopefully, you know, they rebound and they beat a team who actually scored 41 points yesterday, actually scored 45 points yesterday, and lost to Seattle, 48-45. Geno Smith? Is this the Geno Smith that played for the Jets that stunk? Is this the Geno Smith that replaced Peyton Manning? Excuse me, Peyton Manning. Eli Manning for one game with the Giants? I mean, and did nothing? This is, I mean, I'm laughing so hard. Geno Smith yesterday threw for over 320 yards in a crazy game that I saw the end of in Detroit. You know, under Dan Campbell, they compete every week. I mean, they have a good offense. Unfortunately, their defense is horrid. They allowed 48 points to a Seattle team that couldn't move the ball half the time in the first three games. And uh, lose 48-45. to It's a crazy day in the NFL. So we'll talk about the local teams. Obviously, we focused on the Patriots. We'll focus on the Giants and Jets yesterday. Now, I said to you, if you would believe that the Patriots were 1-3 and three and the Giants and the Jets, the Jets are 2-2 two and two and the Giants are 3-1 and one yesterday. The Giants, with Daniel Jones again getting hurt. And, you know, Sean and I talked about this. We, I said that Daniel Jones would get hurt in, in week four. Well, he came out, and then Tyrod Taylor came in, and Tyrod Taylor got hurt, and Jones came back in. So I'm not sure if Jones is going to play. The Giants are in London this week to play a team that, you know, obviously is going to be favored. I believe the spread now is 7.5 against the Packers. So the Giants, so, so, so uh, the Packers are minus, given minus 7 to the Giants are 7.5 for next week's big game at 9 o'clock, which I won't be able to see. I'll probably listen on, well, I always listen on Rita to Bob Papa and to Carl Banks, so I'll be tuning in uh, to, uh, you know, their broadcast on the Giants radio network on uh, on Sunday morning early for the games in, in London. How do you feel about these games in London? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you think it's stupid? Give me a call and let me know, 445-5943 right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Cronin in the Suck. Fortunately, Sean's under the weather. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. Sean, we love you. Hopefully, you'll get back soon. And if you're listening, give us a call if you can. Uh, but, uh, you know, looking at the Jets and the Giants yesterday, the Jets, I mean, let's talk about the Giants first, and then we'll get to the, to the Jets. Giants yesterday, Daniel Jones, 8 of 13 for only 71 yards. However, two touchdowns. And Saquon Barkley right now has been the man for the Giants. Let's face it, he's the most talented player. The Giants have no receivers. I'm looking at the stats yesterday. You know, David Sills, five yards. I mean, they just, Kenny Galladay. You know, Dave Gettleman really destroyed the Giants. Kenny Galladay, no catches, no yards. What is the point of having this guy trade him, get rid of him, cut him, eat his contract? I don't really care because I'm sick and tired of Galladay. Enough is enough. Get him out of here. 
okay? Has he had a bad attitude? Not really, okay? But he does nothing. Get him out of here. I would rather see a young guy come in and play and develop and do something rather than this veteran guy who's basically stolen the Giants' money because if Dave Gettleman, who just, I mean, rocked the Giants back for a decade with his decisions and his drafts and his signings, I mean, boy, oh, boy, I'm glad he's out of here. I'm glad we actually have a real general, general manager in Joe Shane and a real you know, head coach in Brian Dable at this point. Anyway, yesterday, Daniel Jones, 8 of 13, 71 yards. Barkley, 146 yards. So uh, pretty, pretty good effort right there. Uh, Bellinger, the young tight end, 3 for 23. Again, Galladay, no for no. I thought the best defensive player yesterday. Game ball goes to Tate Crowder. Uh, seven seven uh, tackles, four assists, a sack. And uh, Wink Barndale, you know, let's be honest. The Chicago Bears are not a great offensive team, all right, but made big plays when they needed to make the big plays. Jalen Fee, you know, what do you, what do you, think, what do you think about, I said Jalen, um, what do you think about Fields? Um, honestly. Oh, there's the phones. Can you believe it? We already have a phone call this morning. All right, so we'll take a first phone call right here. All right, good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin the Zook. How are you? Hello? Hello? <phone rings> Oops, there goes something. All right, we'll try again. We'll call back. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 413-445-5943. That's right here in my cave dwelling at WTBR 89. So, uh, no, we, we got we got a nice, we got a really nice studio station right here. But uh, sometimes the phone lines, they, you know, it's like you got to pick up real quick. I'm all arms. There we go. Good morning on WTBR Sports Talk. Hello. Hey, it's Cronin. Hey, what's going on, brother? You sound all right. How's it going? Uh, I... I sound maybe better than I look and feel and I'm still pretty under the weather. What's going on with the, what's going on with the covid thing? Are you still are you over that or what's going on? I tested negative for it yesterday. Thank god everybody. Wicked, still wicked, wicked of course. Cold, so I didn't want to I didn't want to drag that in. No, that's video. fine. I'm sure the staff is like, "Thank you for staying away, sir." <laughs> Man, it's <laughs> but, nice uh, looking I out the window. London, I hate I hate the London games. Oh, they're ridiculous. Anyway, let's talk about the Pats since you're on the phone here. Sure. Good effort, man. I mean, I don't know what else you want from these guys, honestly, with a third-string quarterback, to be quite honest with you. I thought they had a conservative game plan for him. I would have much rather seen him than Hoyer. I can't stand Brian Hoyer. Oh, Hoyer's terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. He's terrible. They got a, they got a, a decent stretch of games coming up. They got to capitalize. I mean, like you like you said, Detroit. Detroit's throwing a crap load of points on the board, but they can't stop. Oh them. my God, that game was ridiculous. As Geno Smith, forty. Come on, please. He was like Come 10, on. eleven for a hundred and something yards. I'm like, what? Geno Smith. <laughs> I mean, is this the same Geno Smith that played one game for the Giants and stunk with the Giants? I mean, honestly. I don't got his like, jaw broken from his defensive player. Right, remember with his jaw? Of money that, that Geno Smith? <laughs> yeah, the same guy. That's right, the oh, same guy, man. Geno Smith. I mean, I could not believe watching. I watched the end of that game, and, and if they would have stopped them, actually, they, Detroit would have gotten the ball back with a little bit of time maybe to actually tie that game up. So uh, that was a pretty exciting game. So uh, your yeah, thoughts? Could... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I agree with you about the Patriots, too. They signed these, these big-money tight ends, and they, they've only thrown to Hunter Henry nine times. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Games. Why? It's stupid. I don't, Why? I, don't I mean, the Giants have no receivers yesterday. <laughs> the Giants have nobody to catch the ball, period. I mean, it's Saquon Barkley in a cloud of dust. But seriously, I don't understand why their scheme. And again, we go back to talking about this that you did a couple weeks ago about who's calling the plays, who's designing the plays for the, for the Patriots. But it's not that difficult to design a scene play with a tight end and use two tight end sets. 
and throw to the tight end if you're not having success with Aguilar. Aguilar was the highest receiver last week, uh, 46 yards. That was it. That was the big thing for Aguilar on Sunday. I would I would have thought with Jacoby Myers out that they would have had a lot more two tight ends. Right, they did, they did right, exactly. Wasn't that a law firm, Jacoby and Myers? <laughs> Jacoby yeah. and Myers, it reminds me of the old running back, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Right. Yeah, Jacoby <laughs> and Myers is a law firm. That's what's so funny about Jacoby it. Jacoby and Myers. Yeah. Jacoby. So, yeah, so, so Zappi played pretty well, man. I mean, he really did. He came in, he, he looked comfortable. They drafted him in the fourth round, this kid. He looked pretty comfortable. What do you think? He set all sorts of passing records in college last year. He threw like 62 touchdown passes. I mean, they, they liked him because of his arm. And they took it easy on the play calling, you know, early. But he threw a nice, beautiful touchdown pass to Parker. Yeah, and I don't see, like I said, the next few weeks, I don't see why they can't win games. They, it's a good team. It's, fortunately, they ran into a bunch of different teams. They have a tough schedule. Now it's a little lighter, I guess, in the next few weeks, right? So, I mean... Yeah, you're right. They got to catch up and win some games. I still don't think they're a losing team. I still think they can they can go out and win nine or ten games. I really do. You know, well, they just, started one. And th- they started one and three last year, then won seven in a row. Right. So there you go. Off, so. so so there you go. And of course, Belichick with his exciting press conference that I watched yesterday. <laughs> his arrogance doesn't work when they're losing. Yeah, I know. That's just you know, it gets, it's it's it his, it's him. Of course, it's getting old. It's been old for it's been old for years. You know what keeps his what keeps it up is his winning. That's the thing. You put up with his his arrogance and his his uh, monotone you know monotone sort of nature after games. I mean, yeah, win or lose, max, max day by day. <laughs> like a, uh, See, you surgeon. sound fine. You can do a Belichick impersonation anyway. So. Uh, Anyway, so uh, Giants yesterday. Can you imagine the Giants are three and one? But then you realize they haven't really beaten anybody. They lost on a they won on a missed field goal. The guy should have made the field goal from the Titans. They beat the lousy Panthers. I'll tell you, it, it, there's going to be some serious issues down in Carolina because they hired this guy to win and he has not won yet. So we'll see. And they brought in Mr. Baker Coach Coach Rule, huh? Baker. Yeah, and, and Col- he's losing with Baker, who I think. Oh, Baker's terrible. Quarterback. I see. I don't like Baker at all. I'm not a big fan of Baker. In fact, it's funny because the Giants would have taken Baker if Cleveland didn't take him. Because Gettleman would that stupid to take to take Baker. I think he's better than Daniel Jones. I don't. I don't. I think, I think Daniel's, Daniel's played very. Daniel's played. Daniel's played very, very well, despite a, a absolutely horrendous, horrific offensive line. I mean, Daniel played really well. He hasn't thrown interceptions. He's played smart. He scored two touchdowns yesterday. Both designed plays to uh, you know the bootleg. They were bootleg man. They were misdirecting the Bears. The Bears looked ridiculous. They were going one way, and the Giants were going the opposite way. And, Sa- and Saquon has a great game yesterday. So Saquon had 146 yards yesterday. And uh, you know he's been great. he's been fantastic. He really has been, and they and they and they're able to run the ball, and they're playing good defense. And the defense played well yesterday. And I mean, it's not a super talented defense. Um, they had a takeaway. Tibbs got a, a fumble recovery. Ojolari makes a play, and you know they get a fumble, and they you know turn turn the ball over. They haven't had a whole lot of turnovers this year at the Giants, as far as you know creating turnovers on the defensive side. So that was good to see, you know. But. Uh, you know, Fields, I mean, he's 11 of 22 for 174 yards. He ran for 52 yards, and Moody was the high uh, receiver for 94 yards. I mean, the, the Bears are, you know, the Bears are like the Giants. <laughs> I mean, it's like you don't have a whole lot of offense there, a whole lot of talent. You don't have a whole lot of talent on the defensive side. I mean, so it is what it is with those two teams. You know what I'm saying? got to give a shout-out to my buddy Jimmy, who's a big Jets fan. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about the Jets for a second. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely talk about the Jets. So yeah. Zach comes alive in the fourth quarter. 
I mean, they have talent. Let's be honest with you, Sean. They have talent. I mean, I don't know what, how I, – I, I haven't really given the opportunity to really speak about Salah and his coaching and what I think of him, honestly. I, I can't really decide yet on him. But, I mean, you talk about talented players. I mean, you know, Brees Hall yesterday, terrific running back. They had 348 total yards. Wilson, you know, scores. the t- You know, they get the touchdown at the end. Brees Hall gets the touchdown with, a, what, a couple of seconds left in the game. It was like 10 seconds left. They're down in the game, and the Steelers, to me, gave that game away. That's the end of the biscuit era in Pittsburgh. I think. <laughs> sit, down, sit down, Trubisky. It's picket time. Yeah, picket. Well, picket was ten of thirteen with three interceptions, one hundred twenty yards. Trubisky seven of thirteen for eighty-four yards. Um, you know, they they just you know, there's a quarterback situation there where they have a guy who stinks and a guy who's not <laughs> experienced yet. So what are you supposed to do? Who do you play? I'm playing Kenny Pickett. Why not? Because Travinsky stinks. He stinks. Could you imagine the Bears traded up for him too? They passed by all these guys to get him, and he's been a, he's been terrible. He really has. No matter they where passed he's... by, they passed by Patty Mahomes to get Travinsky. Oh, I know. It's crazy. And you know what's fun? Yeah, you know what's funny is McAdoo used to coach the Giants when he was with the Giants. He loved Mahomes. He wanted the Giants to draft Mahomes, and the organization, nah, we don't want him. How how good's Mahomes? How good was that play the other night against Tampa, where he's like he's ready to get tackled? He fa- you know he moves out of the way, you know shifts and you know shimmies a guy, and then all of a sudden he throws like a little you know just a, you know just a little toss pass in the air to the guy like he's throwing a basketball and he catches it in the end zone. That guy's amazing. And uh, Tampa gives up forty one points. You know Brady. There, there's, there, there's some problems in Tampa. Well, you know, Evans had a good game. The problem is, is that I think Mahomes just played. I mean, they're they're not scoring a whole lot of points. They did score thirty one points, though. I mean, it's not like they scored. You know, it's not like they scored five points, nine points. The first half they were terrible. They couldn't get in the end zone. But then they got in the end zone. Second half was too late. They couldn't stop Kansas City's offense. And how good is Kansas City? Every year they bring in these guys they never heard of in my life, and they run the ball down your throat. And then they bring in, you know. It took the Giants 10 years and they're still trying to revamp the offensive line. You know, Kansas City, one year they go from, what, having a terrible offensive line in the Super Bowl with all the injuries and all the problems. They revamped the offensive line. They look absolutely fantastic. They were blowing over a really good defensive line of Tampa the other night. They were knocking them over. I mean, I thought that them bringing in Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver, was a, was a very underrated move. Yeah. And he had a big game on Sunday night. I mean, I couldn't believe how good Kansas City is in terms of just offense, defense, special teams. They, you know, I'll tell you honestly, they can go right back to the Super Bowl this year, the, the way they're playing. And, uh, you know, I was looking at some of the games yesterday. Obviously, we talked about the Jets. You know, the Jets, you look at Davis, you look at um, Conklin, Wilson, Moore. They have a ton of talent. They really do. It's all about this kid at quarterback now. I believe, honestly, and the coach, you know. I mean, they got a chance to do some really good things here. Um, honestly, they they have a ton of talent. The Giants don't have a ton of talent. The Jets really do, though. You know, Giants have a crappy quarterback. Sorry, I know you like him, but it's no, I don't. Going. No, I don't love him. I'm just saying he's played well, though. He hasn't done anything wrong to to screw up a game, and he's got a, he's got no line in front of him. He's running for his life half the time. And he's played really well. He's made good decisions. He hasn't thrown the ball away. He hasn't fumbled. I mean, he's thrown the ball away when he needs to, but he hasn't fumbled. He hasn't thrown major interceptions, okay? And he's been pretty consistent. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, I mean, he's not asked to do a lot, and he doesn't have a lot to work with. Let's be honest. He has an offensive line that's, that's revamped, especially with the guard play, okay? He's got a rookie for a right, right tackle. 
He's got basically zero receivers that can stretch a, a field or break away. I'm so sick of hearing this, John, every time, right? Every time Has I listen. Kenny Galladay caught a touchdown pass yet? No. He, he didn't have a catch yesterday. He didn't <laughs> even have a catch. And I'm so sick of hearing tired of Bob Pop on the radio saying how the giant receivers can't, you know, can't break containment or how they can't get away. It's just ridiculous. Every year it's the same nonsense with these guys. I mean, it's amazing. 413-445-5943, my broadcast partner, Sean Cronin, on the air with us right now. So in uh, his house in, uh, down in uh, where you're Lee right now, right? Or can't remember. Yes, yeah, that's right. Good old Lee. I used to live in Lee. I like Lee. Lee's nice, you know. It's a little quieter than Pittsfield. So uh, crappy restaurants, but it's <laughs> There's some nice ones, actually. Salmon Run's pretty good. They're not too bad. There's some good... There's Salmon some... Run and the Morgan House are good. Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah, Morgan House. I've been to Morgan House in a long time. That's a pretty good place. Good place for, you know, for beers and stuff. But anyway, so... But yeah, I mean, just looking at the games yesterday. So, all right, last night, I'll tell you, the 49ers, their defense is really, really good. And the Rams... You know, they got some they got some things to to deal with with injuries and so forth, but the 49er defense was all over them last night. I mean, really, it was an impressive, impressive, uh, you know, display of defense. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, all he does is win. I know his numbers aren't impressive, but all he does is win. <laughs> Sean, that's, that's it. Best thing, best thing that ever happened. All he does is win, man. Uh, you know, yeah. Chiefs, like I said, Chiefs box was a, was a good game, but, you know, they blew him out. So um, Raiders finally win their first game, 32-23 over the hapless Denver Broncos. Um, actually, they're competitive, I guess you could say, but the Raiders finally win their first game. They had to, or else they were going 0-4, and that was going to be it. I don't think they're making the playoffs anyway, so with that division, especially with the Chargers. So Falcons beat the Browns 23-20. Any thoughts on that game? No, the Browns are just being the Browns again. How so they, had a I, to be, they could have been, they could have started the year 4-0. Yeah, I hate that. I can't, I can't stand that, Coach. I think he stinks. I really do. Chargers, yeah. yeah. Justin Herbert has a big day. What were you going to say? You talking about the coach of the Browns? Yeah. Yeah, Stefanski, he's, he's terrible. I think that coach of the Chargers is terrible. Oh, God, Staley. I can't stand I Staley. I know they won. They beat the Texans 34-24 yesterday. They were they were killing them. They actually came back. So the Cards win a game yesterday against the helpless Hapless Panthers. I, you got to think Coach Rule is under is under the uh, you know the the watch right now about getting fired from them. I mean they're not a super talented team, but let's face it, they shouldn't be one and three. Should they be better the Panthers or worse or I'm mean, not? I, I I don't know. What's your thoughts? I thought bringing Baker Mayfield in was going to make them a playoff contender, and I thought that Rule was going to get fired after last season. So I'm surprised he's still there now. Uh, he's a guy the Giants wanted. The Giants were ready to sign him, and the Panthers offered him this ridiculous contract. And he said, "Fine, I'll take the money. I'll stay down in Carolina." So that, but yeah, they haven't had any success under him. And he's a guy who had success at Baylor. He's a guy who had success at the University of Temple University as a football head coach. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's talent or him or what. But I mean, you know, they have some, some coaches play- are just better off in college. Yeah, you know, some coaches right. are better off at the. Yeah, look at Urban Meyer, right? Right. Oh, that guy. Oh. The Eagles are 4-0 now. They beat the Jags 29-21. The Jags are actually up 14 nothing in that game. And uh, Jalen Hurts continues to impress, man. I mean, I look, I love Alabama, but I was never a big Jalen Hurts guy, but he's continuing to impress. But let's face it, the Eagles haven't played anybody right now. I mean, the Jags are competitive, but they, have they really played anybody this season that they've beaten that's that good? I did call them in our preseason predictions to win that division. Yes, you did. You did. And I picked Dallas, and that was stupid of me. But Dallas is – and Dallas again wins. And how bad is Washington? <laughs> every It's amazing with – you know, every year Carson Wentz goes to another team, and every year he, he leads the league in, in getting sacked. I mean, oh, my God. 
It killed him yesterday. Yeah. He was sacked more times than anybody in pro football again right now. This poor guy, every team he goes to, it's amazing. I have to, bring, I have to bring up something hysterical about yeah. the Cowboys. How about Jerry Jones the other day when they asked him about Cooper Rush? If he'd like to have a quarterback competition, he goes, I'd absolutely like that. Oh, controversy. Yeah, quarterback, quarterback. controversy. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, if that's the case, it means we won. You don't give a guy like Dak all that money and say you want a quarterback controversy. You know what's amazing? <laughs> what's amazing about the Cowboys? What's amazing about the Cowboys is it can stink for two decades, right, and have have a lack of success, and he just sits there and smiles, you know, and thinks he's doing a great job. <laughs> it's amazing to me. <laughs> well, it's unbelievable, was, huh? They started keeping him out of the draft room. Oh my God, it's just ridiculous. Day, important because he he wanted the draft. Freaking Johnny Manziel two years. Back. Right. Oh, my God, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Titans over the Colts 24-17. The Titans go on the road and beat the Colts. I don't know. Is Frank Reich's job safe in Indy? I don't know. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it's so. Uh, and then, like I said, the crazy game of the day, the Hawks 48 and the Lions 45. And, of course, the Vikings. The Vikings win on a last-minute miss by, by Lutz. It was like 61 yards, I think, 28-25 in London. So tell me, yeah, I don't like these London games. I mean, I mean, do I have to really get Let me up? Ask you this question, yeah. okay, right? Yeah, it's like Roger Goodell goes to the people of London and says, "Hey, we want to introduce you to our sports. We're going to have you watch Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton." All right, here you go. <laughs> so guys are terrible. It's really sad. I know. Why does Andy Dalton retire every year? He's with another team. It's like Andy, for crying out loud, you should be a travel agent for God's sake. You wake up every day, you don't know what freaking city you're in for God's sake. <laughs> That's unbelievable. He actually played. He actually played pretty well Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, he did all right. You know, I mean, look, the Saints. I thought the Saints would make the playoffs this year because of their defense, but right now they're one and three. We'll see how they do. You know, down the stretch of the season, obviously. You know, they have a good defense. Their problem right now is inconsistency on the offensive side. But uh, yeah, Right, we'll and when Jameis Winston's in there, he's, he's uh, rediscovered how to throw to the other team again. <laughs> right. And then the biggest choke job of the week has got to be the Ravens losing to the Bills 23-20. to They had a tw- they had a 17-point lead again in the second half. They blew it. I don't understand Harbaugh. I mean, please explain this to me. You can't trust your defense. Okay, fine. Your defense is lousy. Boy, how much did they miss Wink Martindale now, right? How much did they miss Wink in Baltimore? They're up by 17, and for the second week, I think in two weeks, they blow a lead, and... They're ready to go in, and on fourth down, he decides he's going to go for it rather than kick the field goal and give them a lead. And what? And when Jackson throws an interception, excuse me. No, they played the Patriots last week. He's done that two of the last three weeks, I think. Yeah, hasn't he? and yeah, yeah. And Jackson throws an interception, and the Bills come down. And they win the game twenty-three twenty. I mean, why don't you kick the field goal? I I I, I just don't get it. I, you got to kick the field goal there. It just makes no sense to me. This guy's giving away games. I mean, he gave away a bunch of games last year, too, and give him a chance to go to overtime and try to, you know, was definitely, I'm like, you know, my defense is terrible and so forth. When have the Ravens ever had a bad defense like this, Sean? And they've always prided themselves on being a really good defensive team, and they had a good draft this year, so I don't get it. I just, but I don't understand the decision to go for it. I, I just don't. It's late in the game, and I, I don't know. I'll get your thoughts, but I just didn't understand that move at all. I thought it was really stupid. I give I give more credit to Buffalo for coming back from that game. I mean, well, Josh yeah. Allen looked he looked putrid in the first half. Oh, I know. He came out firing in the second half. Yeah, I'm that absolutely. Guy felt like a linebacker, man. He was taking guys <laughs> out when he was running the ball. That guy's just think. I, I was rooting for the Bills in that game, and as a Patriots fan, I, I shouldn't have been, but I wanted to see them come back for some odd reason. 
<laughs> they, I mean, they they did, and like I said, you know, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. A million people picked them to go to the Super Bowl, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, they they came back, and the, the Ravens again blow a seventeen point lead in the second half and and lose twenty three to twenty. So the Ravens have been a real disappointment. I thought, you know, a lot of people picked the Ravens to win that division. I think I picked the Ravens to win that division. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, very disappointing. So anyway, we'll get to the baseball after. If you want to stick around, so if not, uh, you know, sure. let me know. So, all right, so, yeah. yeah, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about the Phillies getting in. The Philadelphia Phillies. I'm thinking of the late, great Harry Callis. And <laughs> the Philadelphia Phillies and Michael <laughs> Jack Schmidt. Oh, and it's like, the, it's, it's funny. His, his son, Todd Callis, does baseball. He kind of sounds like him, too. You know, you know, you know he's got that kind of goofy sound to his voice. So, anyway, 413-445-5943. Coming back with the, with the crow right after this message. So, stick around right here on WTBR Sports Talk, and we'll be back right after this message. your health and decrease your risk of heart disease. Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association Start Program, visit heart.org slash start. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Bristol County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Larry Kretka here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTVR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTVR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. 
Something for just about everybody. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on a beautiful day in Pittsfield. A little chilly, though. 413-445-5943. My broadcast partner, Sean Cronin. By way of telephone and Lee doing better now. So so anyway, let's talk about baseball, brother. You know, I tell you, yesterday it really sucked though. I had to suck five hundred dollars into my car, so I'm not thrilled about it right now. So all that musical savings going away. But anyway, brother, so Aaron Judge, the the hunt for sixty two last night. Uh Severino, seven innings, no hits. Doesn't baseball suck now? You can't bring Sevy back for the eighth inning because he's had an arm problem and we're obsessed with pitch count and all that other nonsense. So, uh, I, I hate analytics more than anything in this world. Of course, really it's do. ruined the whole game for me. It's totally ruined. Look, I understand the point of it, and I understand some of the things that are positive about it, but most of the things to me are negative. It's, and it, the thing is, is that, look, they don't want to risk injury. They don't want him to throw as much. I mean, be through, I think he threw 98 pitches last night, but he looked great. I mean, he didn't give up a hit, and the Yankees won 3 nothing, And uh, so... Uh, yeah, they played. They played a good game, and Aaron Judge won for three. You think he's going to do this or what? The Yankees. Yeah, you think Aaron Judge is going to break the home run record? I do. Well, he's got two games left. I think so. He's got three games actually left. They got three with Texas. Uh, three more with Texas. Oh, okay. So four days. Yeah, yeah I don't understand a four games. Oh. I don't understand a four game set when you go down out of Texas. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to say hi to my friends down there, um, Mr. Corey Seeger and Mr. Marcus Simeon. Congratulations for winning sixty five games. I'm sorry that you're not with the, <laughs> with the Blue Jays anymore. With the Dodgers, they won one hundred and ten games. By the way, congratulations to the Dodgers. One hundred and ten wins. It's amazing you have a manager that stinks and you can still win one hundred and ten games. It's incredible. So, uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of down there, how's your buddy Gerard make out with the uh, the hurricane? Oh, he do all right? Yeah, yeah, he did okay. We could talk about the Mets. And, you know, I don't want to call this a collapse, okay? Look, they didn't get good pitching from DeGrom. He gave up three home runs. They didn't get good pitching from uh, from Scherzer. And, obviously, they didn't get good pitching from Chris Bassett the other night. But they can't hit, okay? This is a problem they have not been able to hit. All right, period. The Braves are a better team. Let's just be honest. The Braves have more talent, and that's it. The Braves have more talent. Can we agree on that, Sean? The Braves are a better team than the Mets, yes. Can we also agree on the fact that, that I mean, I, that Epler did absolutely nothing at the trade line to make the Mets any better than, than they are now? I still think it's going to be tough to beat the Mets in a, in a seven-game series when you have beat DeGrom or Scherzer right. or both twice. Right, and that's why I keep but. saying to Gerard, you know, the hell with the division. I mean, if you get in the playoffs, if you, look, you're going to face San Diego if you don't win the division. I think they could beat the Padres, okay? I don't think the Padres are that great. And if they beat the Padres, they take on the Dodgers. They've already beaten the Dodgers a couple times this season. And who says they can't beat the Dodgers in a short series? I think they can, I think they can beat anybody. They get a Sterling Marte back. They get him healthy. They get McNeil batting behind him or whatever they're doing and so forth. Uh, and uh, drop Nimmo to ninth. And then you got Alonzo's been in a slump. I know that, and so you know, obviously, you know they 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 they've had a great year from Lindor, but he's been you know kind of wallowed in the mire lately. So I mean, but I mean, who's, it's a whole new day. I try to explain to him. It's a whole new day when you when you hit October. You know, it's like you throw everything you know away for the wayside, and it's October now. So 
Everything well, starts from scratch. You're, you're right, exactly. Exactly. I remember yeah. when the Yankees lost 15 of 18 in the 2000 season. And obviously, they were a championship-caliber team the last couple of years. But they still lost 15 of 18, and then they went on that run and beat the Mets in the World Series. So you can turn it around, especially if you have a starting pitching the way they have the starting pitching. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I, I still think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, but you never know, man. I mean, this is baseball. You never know, right? <laughs> That's I mean, it. the Red Sox have a history of making deep playoff runs. That's as baseball, the wild card Susan. Team. As the wild card team. So. Right, so they, they, so there you go. I mean, it's you know, it's a, you know, Gerard always says it's a crapshoot. I believe if you're a great team, you're a great team, and that's all there is to it. But I mean, still, you know, it's like you never know. I mean, look, look, the Phillies could get hot right now. The Phillies get in last night, like I said. So how about the Mariners are finally on a walk off home run the other night? That was exciting, right? They get in for the first time in what twenty was it what twenty one years or something like that? Twenty one years. Yeah. Goodness gracious, yeah. man. I was listening to uh, uh, Jessica Mendoza the other day on the radio. She was on with uh, Adam Shine, yeah. and she covers uh, Mariners games now. And she said that for the past 20 years, no matter how bad of a team they have, they still fill, sell out that ballpark every game. That, that's a dedicated fan base, and it's pretty cool that they're finally in for the first time. Yeah, in they a while. are. Yeah, they are a good fan base. I'm glad. I'm glad they're in because Castillo's a you know good pitcher, and they have they have some they have some pretty good players in that team. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's good for that franchise. It's good for the city of Seattle, which is a good sports team. They never should have lost their basketball team. Quite frankly, I mean, I remember the Sonics winning championships as a kid, so uh, they never should have really lost that team at all. And, and obviously now they have the Kraken, and you know, and obviously you know with the uh, with the hockey team now starting with expansion with Ronnie Francis. So. Uh, running that team, they should have success in uh, Seattle with the Kraken. So, yeah, it's a really good sports town. In fact, I have a good buddy of mine. I have a bunch of friends of mine that live up there. Unfortunately, I lost a good friend of mine who lived up there uh, a couple months ago. So uh, my buddy Timmy, who was a really great guy. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm happy for the for the fans in, in Seattle. I really am because they are, they are good fans up there, absolutely. So so now you got Seattle and you got, you know, and how about the collapse of the Minnesota Twins? How about those collapses? My God. How about the collapse of the Milwaukee Brewers who were in first place forever? They collapsed, right? I mean, it's amazing. Oh, well, the Brewers are stupid because they traded their closer at the trade. Yeah, but he was terrible. But he was, he was but, awful with the Padres, so it really wasn't that. When you look at their lineup, though, they should have made they should have made the playoffs. I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. But give hats off to the Cardinals. You know, I think the Cardinals, I heard the statistics, I, something like this. Over the last, I think the Cardinals have had only two back-to-back losing seasons since like 1950 or 40-something. I mean, really, that's how consistent, that's how great. I think the Cardinals are arguably the best organization in baseball year in and year out as far as building through their farm system. And it, really, they build most of their, most of, you look at their roster, I'd say over 50% of their roster is built through their farm system. And there's very few teams that never should have left that team. Huh? Pujols never should have No, left of course not. Money. And I have to take my hat off to Terry Francona, and I hate to name the Guardians, but I have to take my hat off to, for, to uh, Terry Francona. Nobody does a better job with younger talent than he does in Cleveland. That's another team that over 50% of their ballplayers are, are drafted by Cleveland, and that's uh, Mark Charnoff used to be the uh, PD at WFN. His son is the general manager of the, uh, of the Cleveland Guardians, so... Yeah. You, you must love Jose Ramirez, their third baseman, wouldn't you say? Because he's actually one of the few that actually took a lot less money to stay right. where he was yeah. drafted. 
Absolutely, yeah, he did, and that's I, I, you know, that's a good thing. See, like next year, I mean, Judge is crazy. If he gets more money from San Francisco, why would you want to go to the West Coast and play? I know you're from San Francisco, Oakland area. I understand that. You're going to make more money with the Yankees by signing with them. I don't care how much they sign for. And you know what? The Yankees will make more money. The Yankees will make a ton of money. They sign for $40 million a year. The Yankees are going to make more money just on his merchandise, for crying out loud. Well, he's coming to Boston. You know that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think so. I don't think so. Hey, hey you, brought up the, you brought up the Phillies, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Schwarber, two more bombs. He's got... 46 on the air. He's like, I looked at his batting average. He's only batting 216. I know. It's, ridi- it's ridiculous. I, 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 you it's know, like, like Stanton hit 30 home runs. He missed 50 games. And he hit his 30th home run last night. He's hitting like 209 or 210. I, I, look, I... The shifting is the shifting. Getting rid of the shifting next year is going to bring back a lot of players. You know, Anthony Rizzo is better than a two twenty five hitter. Okay, his lifetime average is two sixty five, so he's way below his average. But you know, so many of these base hits are being taken away by the shift. Guys playing in second base in the outfield. Guys playing three three players on one side. It's it's going to open up so many things next year without the shifting and all that garbage. So we'll see, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I, the, the 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 averages in Major League Baseball right now are just absolutely horrific. I mean, it's it's disgusting to watch. It really is. I can't stand watching, you know, players that that hit two twenty and have like power numbers. And uh, I talked this about this with Jerry all the time. He goes, "Well, average doesn't matter. It's now about production." It's embarrassing. I would be embarrassed if I was Giancarlo Stanton, if I had thirty home runs and driven in seventy five runs wherever he drove in and hitting two oh nine. That's putrid. Yeah, it's pathetic. It really is. <laughs> you hit two oh nine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump off here. And yeah, see man. If somebody else wants to give you a call. Yeah, absolutely, okay? brother. Yeah, listen, man. Hopefully, I'll see you next week. Thanks for, thanks for calling up. All right. Yeah, thanks for the all time. Right, and you got it, brother. You Love you. Feel good. Say hi to dad. All right. We'll do. Okay. okay. All right. That's my broadcast partner there, Mr. Cronin, and uh, he's. Uh, Hopefully going to be back with us next week. 413-445-5943. Number to call. Lines are open. Anybody wants to talk about this? If you want to help shape the future of Pittsfield Community Television and WTBR-FM, please help us out by taking the Pittsfield Community TV and WTBR Community Survey Guide online and go to surveypittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's surveypittsfield.org. Survey.pittsfield.org. Actually, it's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. The survey will take less than 10 minutes. And it will be a pivotal uh, in telling us what we would like to see and hear more of right here at WTBR. So, again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Right? we got another call, so let's take our other caller. Good morning on WTBR Sports Talk. Hello. Hey, Sean's going. I'm jumping in. Hey, I'll be <laughs> What's up, Jerry? How you doing? I'll run it back with you. Um, hey, good, good. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm still not over this past weekend. Uh, the, you know, Rob, even bad teams win one out of every three. Of and course. not a bad team. Of course. How do you get swept by the Braves? You can't, especially when you got Scherzer and DeGrom. They just didn't get any that. pitching, it, you know. Well, they didn't get any hitting either. That's the problem. I mean, and they got out homered. They got out homered 7-2. That's what the Braves do. They bat, right. they bat 240 as a team. They're, they're 28th in the league in strikeouts, but they hit the ball out of the park at a ridiculous rate. And as long as you can hit home runs, that's what's going to win in the playoffs. You can't, you can't get those rallies going and get four or five hits together against the best pitching. So you've got to be able to hit it out. And that's I, I know you're, you're pretty high on the Mets in the playoffs because of their pitching, but if they can't hit home runs, and they can't, outside of Alonzo and a little bit of Lindor, 
um, they're not going to be able to win in the playoffs. Well, we go not, back, you know, we go back to Billy win. Upler. Yeah, we go back to Billy Upler at the trading deadline. I mean, I and I couldn't believe this. I thought of you. Well, you actually, you text me, and I flipped the game on the other night. And I'm like, goodness gracious! I, they had the kid Al- Alvarez right up with the bases oh, loaded. Oh. What in God's name was I, he thinking about, Buck? What are you doing, Buck? Who's drinking the Kool Aid in the Mets dugout? What are you drinking in the? In the you know, I couldn't believe it. So everybody, you know, all, all Mets fans and people I talk to, whether you know Jeff or Carlos, we say, you know, this guy should have been up in September, August, September. And and the prevailing wisdom for the Mets is, well, he's not ready, he's not ready, okay. But he's ready to bat with the bases loaded in the, in the seventh inning in the biggest series of the year, having never played before the major leagues. That's asinine. Of course it is. I couldn't believe I, I could not believe it. And he went up there, and he's hacking the three pitches, sit down. And there was the time to put Vogelbach in, the left-hander against the right-handed pitcher. And Jansen, I was like, what is he doing? The reason why you put Vogelback in there is, yep. and I'm not the biggest Vogelback fan, you know that. Okay, but the I, one I know, thing me he neither. Does do is he takes pitches and he walks. The bases were loaded. Right. Jansen was struggling. Right. You put Vogelback in there to look at, at pitches and, and maybe work out a walk, maybe, maybe hit the ball, but, but you don't put that kid up there. Who he's a guy with a overmatch. George, he's a guy from the left side, okay, that can hit the ball out with the bases loaded. He could hit a grand slam and take in the lead. He could have hit a double and drove three runs in at that point. And he's a left-handed guy. Jansen's a right-handed pitcher. Yeah. I just didn't understand it at all. I mean, you're, you're not only are you playing the percentages wrong, you're putting a guy in who's, what, got two games on whatever his belt in the major leagues for crying out loud. He's no, ridiculous. What, no, no games. How about no, no games? Ga- no games, game. right? It was his first game, right? I was going to say it was his first game. I mean, I just don't get it. Did, did they ask Buck about it? Because I didn't hear the press conference. I'll go back and actually hear the press conference, what his com- what he, his thoughts were on that move or that non-move. Did you hear that at all? Or I, I didn't really get a chance to hear it. I the press conference. I, I, I deliberately don't listen to his press press conferences because they drive me crazy. It's so <laughs> monotone. There's, there's no emotion in his voice. There's no sense of urgency in his voice. So I got tired of listening to his press conference. But I don't understand. I, 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 I what, was the re- what was the reason for not pinch hitting Vogelbach and leaving him in the game? I, I just don't get it. It makes yeah. no it makes no sense at all. And I no, didn't, you know, none, and I heard, none, none whatsoever. It just made no sense to me at all. So, so now, so now, the so now, if the, obviously, the Braves lost to the Marlins last night. They did. Yeah. And, and by the way, so some people are happy about that. That makes me even more irritated that the Mets couldn't win one game, and here we go, the Marlins were able to win. Oh. I'm so angry. Right. So but, you know, we go back to the series against the Cubs. You go back to the series against the Pirates. You go back to the series against the Nationals. You go back to the series, you know, earlier in the season with teams that they should have beaten. I mean, to lose three in a row at home to the Cubs is just ridiculous. That's yeah. what cost them. That's really what cost so, so them. I, I agree with you that the Braves are a better team. And, and certainly the Braves well, they're are deeper. They're certainly since deeper. June, yeah, since June 1st. But that's not why the Mets didn't win this, this division. The reason why they didn't win this division was because in September, against those three teams you mentioned and throw the A's in there, they lost nine games. Right. Nine games. Nine. They lost to the A's, a hundred-loss team, after staking Jacob DeGrom to a 3 nothing lead in the first inning. They lost that game. So the Mets didn't win this division because of the nine losses to those four teams, not because of, because of what the Braves did. The Braves are great. No, no disputing that. Yeah. But, but they, they, they cost themselves this division. 
Simple. Well, yeah, because they couldn't beat teams that they should have beaten. I mean, the the Bra- I mean, the the A's are a Mickey Mouse organization. How the hell Billy Bean is still there? It's not his fault. I mean, an owner that's a billionaire, and you get they got rid of three top notch pitchers. They're, I mean, think about yeah. this. Think about them. The Mets got rid of Degrom, Scherzer, and Bassett, and let them go, and then got rid of Marte, and got rid of Alonso, and got rid of Lindor. That's basically what the A's did. They got rid of the three yeah, best players offensively, pitchers. and they got rid of their three best pitchers. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they got rid of the three best pitchers. They also don't forget they got rid of Kana, who's on the Mets too. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, they got rid of Kana too. So they got rid of Kana. They got rid of they got rid of the pitchers. They got rid of um uh what's his name up in Toronto. They traded. They traded for uh you know the kid the kid on third base. Olsen's gone. He's in he's in in Atlanta. Right. Uh, it's so, amazing. Grom was given a three nothing lead. He blew it. How in the world did the Grom blow a three nothing lead to the A's? How in the world did the Grom blow a three nothing lead to the to the to the A's? How in the world? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it just, blows it's, my. It's and my yet mind. they didn't give him any more run support too. That was like it, right? That was it. Uh, it yeah, just, they, they scored four. They 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 took the lead three nothing. They tied up four four and then lost ten four. So that's just terrible. amazing to me. Terrible. Yeah, but again, we talk but, about the um, trade deadline and the lack of depth on this team. It's a, it's a, it's not a deep team. The Yankees certainly are deep. I mean, the Yankees are much deeper. But the Yankees, you know, and Sevy pitches a great game last night. So, what do you think of their their situation as far as playoffs go? What do you think? I I I've said it to you all all year. I think the Yankees are stacked. I think they're you know they're going to get healthy. I think uh, especially if Stanton can get hot. I I love their chances the playoffs and and you know how i feel about that they hit home runs and that's what wins in the playoffs so i i think the yankees have a real good shot certainly to at least get to the alcs against houston and then you know who knows but i i I think the yankees this is i think their best shot in in many years do you do you do you pitch do you pitch cole first in game one or do you pitch nestor cortez has pitched fantastic he pitched basically had a no no he pitched a what a one hitter the other day i think through seven and a third, he pitched fantastic. Such, such a great question. Um, you know, Cole was supposed to be your de facto ace, right? Nice. I mean, you're paying him the money. He's put, but, right, that's ridiculous. But I don't know how you ignore what Nestor's done this year. I, I, th- I think you go with Nestor. I really do. I think you, win, you try to win game one with him, and then you bring Cole back. Um, I mean, it's ridiculous what they're paying him. They're paying him $36 million. Wow. The guy's won 12 games with a three-and-a-half ERA. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, it's interesting with Cole. Like, there'll be times when he's so dominant. And then he goes out and he, his pitch selection is just asinine at times. Like he'll throw a, a you know a slider over the middle of the plate when he's on a one and two count, and the guy bangs the crap out of it. I just like I don't get it. Like sometimes I don't understand where his thought process is, or even the thought process of the catcher at that point. You know, calling pitches yep. or shaking off pitches. You know, so. What scares me about him in the playoffs is he gives up that home run ball. Right, he's giving well. up thirty two home runs this season. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous! How, what yeah. I don't understand Degrom giving up three home runs the other day. How many home runs has Jacob Degrom given up this season? Oh, a lot. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. Do you remember when he when he came back and he pitched a great game? You and I had that conversation. You said he he was amazing. I said he was great until he wasn't. And what I meant by that was he had a three nothing lead. He was lights up for five and two thirds, and then he gives up that three run home run to Pittsburgh, and it's three three. Now they went on to win that game. Okay, no problem. But that was that's his problem. He's been giving up the long ball. That three one shot to Pittsburgh at the beginning of his comeback has plagued him in his ten or so starts. Um, so they got a problem with him. They they have a real problem. With him. He's got a six ERA over his last four. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. Like I was shocked the other night when he gave him three runs. I was absolutely shocked. What do you think of the Cardinals' chances? Um, you know what? 
I'm not a Cardinals fan. You know, they used to be in the NL East. So of course. I can't root for the Cardinals ever. I know that. They were a huge rival with the Mets. But they're good, and, and Pujols is a great story, right? So that's a team I wouldn't want to face. I think they're getting out of the right time, too. Yeah, I just think. I think that, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I think that, you know, the Mets are going to ultimately play San Diego, right? Um, I think they stack up well against San Diego because outside of uh, Machado and and uh, Soto, you know, they they don't hit the they don't have a lot of guys that hit the ball in the park too. So I think they they stack up well with with the Padres. I think they can win that 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 short series. But what that does then is obviously it messes up your rotation to start against the Dodgers. So uh, they're going to be behind the eight ball. They're going to have to start maybe like a Carrasco against Dodgers uh, or or a. Uh, not McGill, but uh, a Walker, a Tyron Walker. So, right, right. Uh, they can beat the Padres, but it's going to hurt them to once they go up against the Dodgers. And and it starts in LA too. It's in LA. So Some of Buck's pitching decisions, as far as bringing guys, like he brought in, you know, he's bringing in player, bringing. Uh, um, you know some of the some of the guys that came off the injury list into the into the big games the other day. I just couldn't quite understand it. Yeah, but McGill, McGill, he brought McGill in. I didn't understand that at all. Could you explain that McGill to me? McGill is not McGill is not a, a relief pitcher. I know he's, he's not a pitcher. You don't put him in in that spot. You put him out of Eno. Right, right. And I didn't understand that. He moved again. What was the reaction? What was was there a question to Buck about this? You know, I really got to go back and watch this press conference because I just don't understand some of the decision making. I real I just don't. It just makes no sense to me. You know, I, I just well, even even in Game Three against the Braves, I was infuriated because they're only down by two, and I right. know they're not hitting, and it's a long shot. But you're down by two, but in the eighth inning, you bring in Joely Rodriguez to start the inning. Why, Why? is he not pitching? The game is on the line. He hasn't pitched in two nights. Why are they not bringing in Diaz? So Rodriguez gets the first guy out, and then he brings in Diaz. So you were going to bring in Diaz anyway. Why is he not starting a clean inning? Why, Why could he just bring Diaz in? in? Right, at the beginning of the... Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that either. That didn't make, it, make any sense to me. Again, I, I just... Like, I don't know the answer to some of these questions as far as the moves that Buck is making. So I just, I just don't get it. But, uh, you know, again... We talked about the trade deadline, and the fact of the matter is Darren Ruff has been terrible, okay? Oh, awful. All right? And, and you know, Vogelbach is nothing to, to sneeze at. And then and then Nyquil, I call him Nyquil, Nyquin, I call him Nyquil. Nyquin, he's, he's nothing either. You know, I mean, just, you went out and got basically, and you gave him four guys for Ruff. Yeah, Who the hell did they give up for? How do you give up four guys for Darren Ruff? I don't get that at all. <laughs> Four yeah, guys. He hit 270 for the Pirates last year, but he's he's an older guy. He's like 37, 38. That was just terrible. They better be. Pre- I mean, they better be lousy prospects that they gave up for Darren Ruff. Let me tell you. So, uh, so do you expect? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think they certainly weren't blue chip guys. I mean, they gave up JD Davis, who, by the way, has been terrific. Yeah, I know he has. I know he has. He's certainly better than Ruff is. I, I you know, I, I, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to play the result though because he was. No, terrible. he was terrible. He was terrible. He was one terrible so, guy for another terrible guy. So. Exactly. You anyway, hope change of scenery would work for both of them, and it did. It worked for for JD. But well, absolutely, for yeah. So I'm going to take a break in a sec. But uh, anyway, right. so uh, listen. Um, I was going to say uh, Tua Tugvailova gets her gets a concussion, but the, the Dolphins are pretty good, man. I'm surprised you don't watch the Dolphins anymore. I know you were, used to be a big Dolphins fan, but anyway. So, uh, yeah. but your boy Brady, your boy Brady. Uh, I tell you, the Bucks. You know, they gave up 41 points, and uh, you know Brady wasn't looking too good. But uh, then he looked oh, better he in the second half. He, 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 
He threw for three hundred. Yeah, he looked all right. Yeah, he looked. He looked okay. Yeah, in the second half, he looked good. In the first half, he looked. Yeah, but they they have forty one points. I, I, the Kansas City Chiefs knocked over the front line. I could not believe how yeah. the Chiefs knocked their line over. It's unbelievable. But uh, Mr. Tugvailova, he's not going to be playing. So. Uh, so uh, we'll see with the Dolphins, but they have a pretty good team. It's a good young coach on that team too. But uh, any thoughts on the NFL before I take a break? Uh, it's been a crazy yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I really haven't watched it much. Yeah. You know, as you know, I'm not really the biggest NFL fan, but I'm just so invested in, in the Mets and the baseball right now that yeah. uh, you know, once once the Mets are knocked out, maybe I'll turn my attention to football a little bit more. But then hockey will start. Of course, I can't wait for October 11. The Rangers yeah. open up against Tampa. So. Anyway, bro, I'm going to run and take a break. But, uh, all right, take care. All right, buddy. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Lots of love. Thanks for calling, all right? All right okay, bye. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. All right, it's my buddy Gerard checking in from Florida. 413-445-5943 here. Cronin and Zook right here. Zook going solo, but was joined by Mr. Cronin. It was so nice to hear from Sean, too, because I haven't seen him for a couple weeks. And, uh, Sean, we love you. Hopefully, you'll get better. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back to wrap up this edition of WTBR Sports Talk. Wrap this messages. RFM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. We got something for just about everybody. Hipster! WTBR. Welcome back to WTR Sports Talk. Robbie Zucker right here in Cronin the Zuck at 89.7 FM. And we got a couple minutes left to go in our show. I want to thank Gerard for calling. And of course, Sean Cronin for calling. Sean, get better. We'll see you next week here in the studio. So, uh, Anyway, next week we got, uh, man, baseball, hockey starting. We got the NFL uh, season of week five. So the Giants play the Packers in England. It'll be a 9 o'clock start. And, then of course, the uh, Jets will be playing down in Miami. We'll see what the spread is on that one. I can't quite uh, uh, get the spread right now. But uh, I know the Dolphins will be favored even without Tua. So uh, we'll see what happens down in Miami with the Jets. And the Jets, you know, playing some exciting football. And they have a lot of talent. Let's face it, this kid plays a quarterback and he plays well. The Jets have a ton of talent, both on the offensive and the defensive side. So you got to give Joe Douglas some credit and uh, for doing some good things as far as the draft goes and so forth. But uh, next week will be interesting. And, of course, the Patriots play the Lions. The Lions will put up some points. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. We don't know. But uh, I think the Patriots will get a win at home against the Lions and Dan Campbell. And as far as the baseball goes, well, 
Let's hope Aaron Judge does it in the next three games and gets that 60-second home run. And let's hope the Mets get healthy and uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, look, the Dodgers are going to be favored to win the whole thing, but I like the Braves as a team as well. But uh, my sleeper team might be the Philadelphia Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies. So we'll see what happens, folks. Anyway, good to talk to everybody. And uh, so um, next week we'll catch you. All right. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for lots of great programming right here on WTBR and to catch Beatles forever at 4 o'clock. This is Robbie Zucker signing out at 89.7 WTBR FM. We'll see you next week on Cronin the Zook. Till then, take care of yourselves. Feel well. Stay well. All right. We'll see you next week. All the best. Bye-bye.